Yep. Okay. Uh, what's good, everybody? This is Ryan. Uh, I'm here with Troy, and I'm also here with a very special guest uh, who can introduce themselves real quick. Hi, I'm Motsky, a.k.a. Class 2013 listener. Hell yeah. Um, maybe you can tell us a little bit about the pages that you run. Uh, we've been interviewing a lot of uh, meme pages recently, but yours is a little bit more specific. Um, I am a Mitski fan page. I have been since around January of last year. So yeah, around a year now. Hell yeah. And you already amassed 11,000 followers. That's pretty impressive. How'd you get, how'd you get that level? I, it's just pure luck. And I say a lot of controversial things that give me attention. (laughs) So that's where most of my followers come from. Uh, that's that's fair. Like 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 uh, Mitski strictly like related or other shit. Uh, Mitski related. Just I have a whole other page just for anything that comes across my mind. Okay, got you, got you. Oh, nice. So, how long have you been uh, listening to Mitski? Um, since October twenty twenty. Okay, not too not too um not too long ago. Not yeah. too long ago. Same uh, same here. I think a lot of people have been put onto her recently. Um, cause I was looking back at her discography and there's a lot of albums, like the first two or like first three that I don't really see people talking about too much. But then once you get to like make out Creek and like puberty Two, that's kind of where people, I feel like tuned in more. Yeah. I don't really see like lush get talked about ever. N- no, uh, I, I don't either. Uh, I see it just like once in a while. And like, I, um, I deep dove into it to kind of like, do like a post about it a while back but um yeah i mean the album is good but i think she even uh, oddly i feel like she even like addresses like her earlier work on like the song let me pull it up real quick uh, on her newest album which we're going to get into today um she pull she talks about it a little bit i feel like on i think it's everyone uh this it's like <clears throat> where she's talking about how she like left this door open into like the black and she like beckoned like you know basically like a career to come in and the career was like no um, it's like part of the lyrics essentially where it's like, she's like trying to get something started and something started that's unconventional and she's doing something that people wouldn't normally do. And, um, you know what I mean? Do, do you guys, do you guys remember that part of the song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely remember the song and I feel like that's kind of just like a recurring theme on this, uh, new project is just like trying to think of like a new way to do something. And like try to like do something that like that's like not like normal, but uh-huh. uh, but also finding the motivation to do something that nobody's ever done. Like kind of on uh, what track was that? Working like for the knife. Uh, I totally felt that when like she was like, um, it's like oh, I always cry in the beginning of movies, um, you know, just because like you know, it's something I've always wanted to do, and it's just like wow, like I totally I kind of feel that sometimes because I'm just like I look at other like Instagram pages and stuff and I'm like, damn, I wish we could have thought of that idea. Like, but I don't know why we didn't. <laughs> I really like that song a lot. For some reason, I don't, I don't know why the song Valentine Texas isn't really sticking in my head too much. I think I need to listen to the album a little bit more to kind of get that one. I, I like still can't remember like the chorus too much, but um, working for the knife rings to me is like the first one that I like love, uh, like absolutely love. When it first came out, I wasn't too keen on it i didn't really know what my opinion was on it exactly and then our buddy eve uh, who runs the page with us a little bit and who does some writing for us um wrote a really nice review about it and um yeah i really i really enjoy that song a lot um i think it's a pretty good first teaser track for the for the album and it's pretty i i think it's a good teaser because it's like less than three minutes it's like just kind of gives you like a motif of like what's to come without giving you like too much away um what did you think about that song Motsky? 
uh, working for the knife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love it. And I have, okay. So the first, I remember when it came out, I was listening to it all day and it got <laughs> to the point where I listened to it around 700 times. Holy shit. I checked my last, yeah. I'm checking my last FM and like by the time it was like three days of it being released, I had like 600 listens. Of it. <laughs> oh my God. I was wow. literally listening to it like the entire day, like in school, out of school, at home, wherever, buying things. I would just be listening to that song because I was so happy for her to be back. It's just, yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's, what were you going to say, Troy? That was very, that's very impressive. Wow. No. I mean, okay, a couple questions actually. So, how did you listen to it? Seven hundred. Did you just queue it up every time, or do you have like a playlist? Um, of it and it's just... On Apple Music, I listened to like the um, the single of it mainly, mm-hmm. and on Apple Music, it just keeps repeating the same single over and over again, and that's just how I listened to it. And it's a pretty short, pretty short song, so it was really mm-hmm. easy to listen to it again and again and again. No, That's yeah, no, it. no, it's very like, um, yeah, it, it has a nice uh, replay value. At first time I heard it, I didn't really think much of it, but then like after hearing it in the context of the album, I'm like, well, okay, this was a better, this was a pretty good single for for the album. Like it was really nice. So Moski, what's your uh, like favorite part of the song? Do you like the lyrics, the beat, or honestly, everything? And really, just because it's just like her big return. So that's one of the reasons I just love it so much. But I really do like the instrumentals in the song. It gives off, like, something new for her. Yeah, you know? I, I agree. The beginning sounds like it doesn't. she doesn't really return to the sound throughout the rest of the song, but it starts off almost like industrial. You know what I mean? It, start, it, sound, it almost like yeah. sounds like a machine. Like the clanking metal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I really like that part of the song. I love that, too. And, I, I, like, listening to this album uh, over and over again, because it is so replayable, um, yeah, this is definitely, like, the first song, as I said, that really sticks out to me and that I really like a lot. And I... I also wonder, does she cry at the beginning of Minions? <laughs> because she said, she every time she, so. <laughs> every time she watches a movie, <laughs> she cries. Dude, I fucking teared up during the beginning of Minions. Fucking banana, man, that shit gets you. <laughs> the first time you see a yellow ass on screen, it's just tears. <laughs> just yeah. tears. Tears of laughter, uh, tears yeah. of joy, you know what I mean? Why can't it be both? <laughs> laughter, joy, sadness, all emotions at once. Bebo, banana, yeah. Kevin. You know what I mean. All that. <laughs> but um, Kevin said banana. I'm just like I'm hooked. Oh yeah. my Holy God. shit! This is better than anything Shakespeare could write. You know? <laughs> it literally is. I hate Shakespeare. Loki. Quentin Tarantino could. Quentin Tarantino could wish. I've seen Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but maybe we can delve into the lyrics a little bit and kind of go into like what she's actually talking about. Um, she said, I I, "Yeah, I but, said the minions." Yeah, except for the minions. <laughs> except for the minions. Uh, she says, "I cry at the start of every movie. I guess because I wish I was making things too, but I'm working for the knife." And then she says, "I used to think I would tell stories, but nobody cared for the stories I had about no good guys." Um, I love, I love this, um, like how self-referential this is, and I feel like this is about like as you said it's like her big return and i feel like it's her big return because i i remember reading somewhere in interviews that she didn't even like want to make another album oh yeah she didn't it was dead oceans i was like hey make a new album and she's like okay i guess they put the knife to her huh literally yeah 
it's like yeah the pressure from her fa- like or, you know her label and no offense her fans who will <laughs> obsess over her music I'm full of fans full <laughs> offense to those little shits yeah no i think you're probably i think you're probably like a, an exception because i a lot of people are floating around this idea that she's like mid or that she's like her, like oh this album is not good and this and that and i feel like this these are the a lot exa- of people mm-hmm. are comparing it to like solar power which it isn't i'll put it out there i do not like solar power no solar power is not good i don't like yes. it either yeah it was good yeah i love lord but like i get what she's trying to do but she just didn't do it good yeah it, it she tried to <clears throat> i i liked it at first um, but it just was too, it, it was too Antonov core. Like it was just way too much like folk, you know, acoustic guitars, slow. Just felt like I would hear it at a target. That's like the best way I could describe it. Yeah. It, yeah. It's yeah, like one of those songs that CVS or target that you're like, Oh, okay. I could do without this one. But then Mitski on the other hand is a song at a CVS or target, like only heartbreaker or like love me more. If I heard that shit at a target, Oh my God. I would be confused, like, well, who the fuck is make, putting on this shit? It's, like, 12 a.m. I just want to buy some, like, medicine. I don't need this right now. But, no, I, I, I've i seen that, too. I've seen people compare it to Lloyd's album, and I, yeah, I just highly disagree, because I feel like she, she, like, tried to go conceptual and, like, I don't know, something on that album, and it just totally flopped and, like, didn't work. Um, Some shit about, like, conservation and obviously you know solar power and <laughs> alternative sources my of energy of, my favorite part about it is that she didn't want to make vinyls for wait no it was either vinyls or cds for an environment but then she made like she made like six versions of vinyls <laughs> yes. let me actually let me look up how many versions of solar power there are oh my god <laughs> It reminds me of when Coldplay, uh, as you're looking that up, it reminds me of when Coldplay went on tour and they're like, oh, we're only going to tour. We can be environmentally friendly. And it's like, okay, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, is that going to help? That's going to help people like that much? Like, what about all the like water bottles that are going to get thrown out your concert? Like, you know what I mean? Like all the things you can't help. Speaking of Coldplay, their most recent album, I forgot what it was called, but I, for some reason, thought it was a Selena Gomez album called Coldplay. <laughs> I have no idea why. I was just like, oh, emojis. Yeah, Selena Gomez. Obviously. <laughs> I think she was on one of the tracks. Yeah, she's on one of the tracks. Yeah. Oh, then that's probably what I saw. On... Yeah. There's an eggplant and like a wet water emoji, and I think she's on that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. My favorite. That's what, that's that's a song I need to hear at CBS. Yeah. Eggplant wet emoji. This is I a, need more eggplant emoji music. How come that's not a, a genre yet? It should be eggplant pop. Eggplant, eggplant pop. pop. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's not a bad. That's not a bad name for it. So do, I know, right? It's not bad. Do, uh, do we figure out how many um, how many vinyls there are? <laughs> not yet. I'm still looking. <laughs> But I know, I hope I didn't just imagine this out of my fucking asshole because I really want this to be true because that's just funny. I'm sure it's not, it's not her choice, but, um, yeah, no, it's definitely, it's definitely one of those things where it's like, oh, like I'm not going to use single use plastic anymore, but I'm not going to, I'm also not going to like, you know, do anything to else to infect the, uh, uh, affect the environment. I'm not going to like, you know, start a charity or like start anything. I'm just going to. I'm just going to use, I'm going to use metal water bottles and that, that, that way, you know, I know that I'm good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have like 50 metal water bottles, but like, you know, that's (laughs) besides the point. I mean, (laughs) yeah. Um, I, I went to eBay for this one. 
so as far as I can see, there's three versions. Don't know what the difference is, but there's three versions. But no CDs. Um, <laughs> no CDs. Thank God. Climate change. The ice caps are back. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you. The ice caps are no back. No offense to any Lord. No offense to any Lord fans. I, if you like the album, good for you. you know? At least you enjoyed it. <laughs> Maybe we should use the um, solar power for, to make the vinyls. We don't know. I mean, <laughs> oh, <she laughs> make better have. she better have. Otherwise, the polar bears are going to fucking die. Also, I'm just going <laughs> to put this out. It's $250 for these three vinyls. Holy shit. What? $250 for three vinyls. And I guess they're special edition, then, if it's that much. On eBay, yeah, like resale. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's eBay. <laughs> I see 100 for one. 174, 188, limited signed. Okay, that's that's kind of cool. I do have a, a speaking of Jack Antonoff signed vinyl though. I do have a Claro signed vinyl, and I wonder if that's gonna ever go for any sort of money because I don't. That album is okay. Like I was, I would, I wouldn't mind parting ways with that. Give it, give it like two years. Yeah, I'll give it two years. Decent album, pretty good. But uh, going back to Misky, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that she uh, definitely has contempt for the label a little bit, and you know, and probably fans too yeah and and also fans too who are just like never satisfied with what the person puts out no matter if it's you know very poppy or it's very esoteric or whatever like i'm sure in her head she's like fuck all that i'm just gonna make whatever album you know what i mean i'm gonna make the album that i want to make and um no yeah i even like how like she even like owns like even when she does get hate like kind of in the last verse of like i've always thought the choice was mine and i was right but i chose wrong uh i start the day lying and end the day with the truth uh that i'm dying for the knife i, I really like that um that line right there because it's just like um like it kind of reminds me of like oh like i can't wait to make this this like really good album or really good music um but like it ends up being like the wrong choice and it's like damn now it's been like nine years that she's been in this industry she still can't, feels like she's in like this mental road where she still can't get it right yeah you know, I, to, to make everyone happy. I mean, I think that sentiment is really beautiful because I think that really applies to everybody. I mean, even people like who who play it safe, like, you know, you go to college, you get a good job, you're in a cubicle, you're making whatever, like 100K a year. Like, OK, cool. But it, but it's like, am I fulfilled? Am I like doing the things that I want to do? Or am I living the life that I want to live? Like, it's just like, did I make the right choice here? Or should I should I have maybe cut the money a little bit and did something, you know, like to change the world a little bit better? Or like, you know, should I have been an artist like? I'm sure everybody is like feels that same way where they're they just go and they just go into the darkness and just like choose something to do and then they're just like did I make the right choice or did I you know like am I wasting my time No definitely like um yeah it really like her just saying like uh like somewhere in the song that like she was doing something oh yeah I used to think uh, I'd be done by like 20 and now it's like 29 and I'm still like in the road ahead appears to be the same Yeah exactly it's just, like damn like it's been nine years and it's just like i still have nothing to show for it i mean even like with us like we're like almost five years out of college and like i feel like i've been kind of in a rut where i'm still kind of like in the same spot mentally and like financially but like you know now the time has passed like oh what the fuck have i been doing just being asleep at the wheel yeah i went to school to get a bunch of debt and then now i'm working to pay that debt off and i'm 26 and the debt has gotten smaller and that's essentially it like that's pretty much it you know what i mean <laughs> and i have a bunch of i have a bunch of followers on instagram but not even that much compared to like other people you know what i mean it's just like, truly yeah okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't want to say names but <laughs> but yeah i think that sentiment is really interesting 
And, um, <clears throat> you know, as we move along to the next song, um, Stay Soft, which I really like a lot. That's like the fifth single, technically. I mean... Yeah. Even though it technically released the same day of the album, it still counts. Actually, it was like a day before. Yeah. So I, I guess, yeah, it's a single. Yeah, I think so. I would, I would say so. And the music video came out for it, which I really like because... Um, I think it really speaks to her the way that she writes things and like the way that she finds these contradictions that are really interesting. Like I love the, um, I love the line, like open up your heart, like the gates of hell. It's just like, you know what I mean? Like, like the opening up your heart is like very, a lovely idea. And and then the gates of hell is like the most evil and horrible and scary idea you could possibly think of. So like in, in like that Lynchian way that she does, um, she, you know, isolates herself she figures shit out and she just like really she really like hits the nail on the head in the most simple ways i feel like yeah i really like the the baseline on the track too like it sounds like really nice and um yeah i really um i like the theme of the song too of just like um she talks about being like soft like kind of like emotionally and how like um uh, like i guess dating or hooking up with this person like makes them like hard <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, harden up like their heart or whatever um but you know, it's kind of like like she's trying to like save like her innocence, but like also like not at the same time. If that makes sense? No, it does. Yeah, I, I mean, again, like the just like you were saying with the I was just saying with like the contradictions. It's just like yeah, you stay soft, and then you get beaten up. You stay soft, you get eaten. But then if you you know if you if you harden up, it's just it's only natural. It's like a it's like a way to survive. But then yeah, you lose your innocence and you lose like what makes you you and all that stuff. Like you know, as a reaction to this person kind of yeah. thing you might as well just tuck your hand under your weight you know what i mean just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> love yourself more <laughs> also i like how like the songs also it's about like masturbating right like <laughs> <laughs> you think so bro i mean was well, she's face down on her bed still not mm. quite awake yet thinking of you i tuck my hand under my weight mm. okay you know what i could be your stroke your uh stoker oh yeah true <laughs> i'm on genius right now it says in the stay soft music video as this line is said Misky places her hand in a way that implies masturbation so it's in the video too. Confirmed, Troy. Yeah. Oh man, Look, I didn't even see the video either, man. Right here, right up here. My the, using my English degree. <laughs> <laughs> the music video is really good. It, it's like very reminiscent again of like a uh, David Lynch movie or like a like a Bjork music video or something like that, where it um, juxtaposes like gardens and you know nature and stuff like that with like um, like sexual themes and also like violence and demons and shit. Um, you know, she rules. I I love I love Mitski. And um, I, I feel like a lot of these art pop artists, um, this is kind of what I wrote in my review of the album, that I think a lot of these art pop artists like have these very lofty expectations over their heads and the fans are just like so like if you don't get it exactly the way I want it, it's like, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like so they hold they hold them to such a high degree and they meme them and just like talk about them so much. Like you have a Mitski fan page. Like what if this album was bad? Would you, what would you, how would you react? You know? I honestly, I wouldn't, Knowing me, I probably would have cared, but eventually I would have been like, whatever, at least she's okay, you know? Because mm-hmm. after reading so many reviews, it's just like, I I want more music, but I just want her to be in an okay mental state before anything else. Mm-hmm. Man, good because for you. It sounds in, like you're the best fan. Best type of fan out there. I don't know. I used to not be like this. I used to be like, I need Mitski right Fuck no! <laughs> um, I don't give a fuck what it sounds like. Give me it. Give it. Fucking shit on a mic for twenty minutes. Give it to me. Just anything. Yeah. Oh, God. And I'm just like, 
after reading so many like interviews of her and her experience turning 30 and just her being in a completely garbage mental state while making this album, it just kind of makes it into a new perspective of she needs to be okay before I can really want another album Hmm. sort of, or like I need another album. I would love to have more Mitski music, but at the cost of her mental state, it's like, eh, it's not that worth it. It's really interesting that you say all that stuff because I feel like this year has really, that's really been the theme of this year thus far. And I, I literally wrote a whole article about like exactly what you just said. Like, I feel like every album that's coming out this year is like, um, it's not a subpar version of the previous work, but it's like a, a slight downgrade. Like this is this, I, I would say that this is not as good as puberty too, right? Like puberty two is like such like a crazy art, like, like uh groundbreaking piece of music. And this is more like just very good music, but like, at the same time, I don't mind the the slight like turn away from like trying to break new ground and trying to really like you know like be avant garde and be like go crazy with it at the at the at the behest of like her mental state, like you know what I mean, and um uh, like yeah. like I, I felt the same way about Earl Sweatshirt's album this year. It's like literally the the exact same thing where um some rap songs and um the album that preceded that one those albums are amazing. But like his dad died and he was like an alcoholic and like all that stuff. And he was just really struggling and really going through it. And like those albums were A's, sure. But like I'd rather him not overdose or die or, you know, just be just to make good music or whatever. It's It doesn't matter to me. And same with FKA Twigs. Like Magdalene, she was having like ovarian cysts. She was going through a very public breakup with Robert Pattinson. All of his fans were hella racist towards her, emailing her, calling her the N-word, telling her that like she can't be with a white guy. And all this other stuff, and then and then after right after that, she got with Shia LaBeouf, who like abused her. But it's like, sure, Magdalene was a A plus, um, incredible album, and she went through a very harrowing experience, and she spit it back out and like made this amazing piece of work. Um, but then Capri Songs is is not as good. It's not a masterpiece. It's a little bit messy. It's a little bit all over the place. She seems like she's having more fun, but I'd rather her be okay and be having fun than make another harrowing harrowing album where she's in pain. Just so I can get an A plus album, I don't care about that, you know. But I would love another puberty too, but I just need her to be okay—not need, but I just want her to be okay before anything else. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's 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 really how I feel about um, this album too. And I, I'm, this album to me is her—I I don't know about you, um, Troy. It's, this is your first time listening to Mitski. But I would say that this is like her most replayable and like her most accessible. Like, do you, would you did you find this like pretty accessible? Yeah, I mean, I really like for me. I felt like uh, the singles were definitely the best parts of this album. Um, I really enjoyed them a lot, especially like the only heartbreaker. But we'll get to that song when we get there. Yep. But um, yeah, honestly, like because like I mean, I just started listening to Misky. This is probably like, my first like full the new full album that like I, I listened to. And yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy it for the most part. I, I like it. I like the imagery. I like uh, how she sounds. She has a really good performance on like some of these tracks, like really good. But you know, some are some are okay. You know, like uh, like the next song. I wasn't the biggest fan of everyone. Like, I mean, I think the lyrics were good, but like just sonically though, I, I was I wished it was just a little more than just like a bum 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 like type of beat. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's fair. Um... When it comes to listening to albums, one of the things that I've learned is that I get very 
excited by like out by songs like you know like the only heartbreaker or, or like the song after that like love me more and then when it gets to the slower songs i just immediately just like my brain just goes like oh this is bad just because it's slow so mm-hmm. some so that's when i have to like try and dive into the lyrics and try and figure out if it's like a well-written song and then the other stuff kind of will come into play and i think it's a really well-written well-written song like as i was saying before it's um it's um it's a really good track about her taking a risk and like just speaking her intentions into the universe and just like, you know what I mean? Doing things that nobody's ever done and just kind of like seeing how the world receives it. And the world, sometimes the world is like, nah, we're good, you know, for five years. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know, whatever, like a movie star or something five years after you could have given up any time along the way because, you know, everybody was telling you it's a bad idea. Everybody's telling you this is not the traditional way to do it. It's not safe to do this. It's risky, but you know, sometimes it pays off and sometimes it takes a while for her specifically, it took like four years for her to, you know, get like a pitchfork best new music and have people obsessing over her. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I thought I thought it was a pretty good song. Um, it, it's not quite as exciting as the other songs, but I think in the context of the record, I think it's really good. Um, Heat Lightning is another kind of slower one. What did you think of this uh, one initially, Motsky? That and I guess are probably my least favorite tracks off of the album, but they're still good songs. It's like how with like Puberty 2, uh, Dan the Dancer is probably my least favorite off that album, but it's still a fantastic song. Mm-hmm. They're good. It's just not as, um, I don't love them as much as the other songs, but it doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means I just like them a little less. Yeah. And that little is like, it, it like it's a very thin line to where like those two songs and the rest of the album are. Um, yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. And especially next to everyone, it's probably like, it's, it's a little bit of like a low key kind of moment on the record. It's not, it's not quite as exciting as some of the more, you know, high points or whatever. Um, I, I really did not like the song like whatsoever. When I first heard it, I thought it was like kind of boring and like whatever, but I, I, I've grown to really enjoy the lyrics and I've grown to also, um, really appreciate the piano work that goes into it. Like, I think the, I think the pianos are really beautiful. Um, no, th- no, Sam, I like the build up too to the chorus uh, mm-hmm. as well on that song. Like I thought that, that was done very well, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good track. It definitely, um, I had the same feeling like I did with like everyone where I'm just like, um, oh, it's not that upbeat. So I had to like give the lyrics a little more attention, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, yeah, the lyrics are really good though. I mean, I, I like, uh, the imagery she uses of uh, the heat lining. You know, like just like it's quick, it's fast, it's like intense. You know, it's just it lasts for one second. Yeah, well, he uh, the phrase "heat lightning" it's it refers to that like what you're saying a kind of a quick blast of lightning, but it's also like um, you ever like in the summer like it starts raining for three seconds and then yeah like like you're saying it like starts raining for three seconds and then it's like you know like it's sunny out but it's still like there's still lightning. It's weird, you know what I mean? Like that kind of warm lightning <laughs> like i i like the i really heat lightning heat yeah lightning if you may <laughs> yeah i didn't know what she was referring to at first but i kind of looked into it and that's what it it's like a you know phenomenon whatever um i like i really like imagery like that i think it's really like pretty and like i in general i just love i, I like the music videos and and the the lyricism and some of the things she describes is like really really pretty and like uh it, it, it continues to feed into that 80s pastiche um i just imagine like you know like like a like a house in the middle of nowhere, like almost like Courage the Cowardly Dog's house or some shit. And it's like, you know, lightning and it's like really like the sky is like pink or whatever. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I really love her use of imagery and like the way that she um, fixes that into it. And also like, 
on the uh, music video for working for the knife, how she's in like that old like rec center and she's like walking around, like licking like the handrails and shit. I don't know. I just, I, I just love, I love like, um, uh, eighties Americana, like simple, like homegrown shit like that. I don't know. But, um, as we move further, uh, we get to the good shit of only heartbreaker and love me more. I can't decide honestly, which one I like more because they're both fucking amazing. Like, honestly, Mm-hmm. No, seriously. I felt like like as soon as like the the only heartbreaker and, and love me more, it's just those hit. Like the album just instantly just like it's just, like amazing for me. Like I I thought I think the only heartbreaker is like I think so far one of my tracks of the year right now. Like definitely it just sounds so good. I love the eighties inspired production behind it. Um, I I really like how like like she has her strongest performance on the album on this. And plus, I just like how like she like picks the role of like being the villain or the bad guy or you know the water main bursting. Like I like how she's like, okay, like I'll be the problem in this relationship. I'll, I'll take, <laughs> I'll take the title of the, of, I'll take the L. But um, at least I wear my L proudly. <laughs> yeah, it's so sassy. You don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, yeah, I, I, it's really cool. Like, uh, I just like how it's just like, uh, it's like a messy breakup where she's just like, all right, like, fuck you. Like, I'll be, I, I'm going to be the bad guy in this play. Like, f- go fuck yourself. Like, uh, if you need me to be the, 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 you know, the, the worst person in this relationship, I got you. It's like a prenup for the relationship or something. She's like, all right, well, this is probably going to go bad. So let's give this like two years. Let's sign the contract. And, you know, I'll probably, be, you'll probably be the one who fucks up. So. I'll start the fight, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'll go through your phone, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll find some shit from, like, 2007 that you said on Facebook, and <laughs> expose you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, um, I, you know, I, as someone who's probably more a fan of, like, the, the more, like, esoteric Mitski, or, like, the poetic Mitski, are you, uh, are you still rocking with this, like, 80s, like, very straightforward uh, songwriting, uh, Mitski? Absolutely, yeah. Honestly, each of Mitski's albums have always sounded different to me. And um, I feel like ever since Be the Cowboy, she's been leaning into this sort of synth pop kind of, um, not aesthetic, but sound. And I just like the way she's going with it. Because like, as she said in her interview, Sad Girl is dead, which I'm so happy that she said, because I've been wanting that to die for so long now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sad Girl's dead, and now she's sort of entering this new era of um synth pretty much like it was puberty 2 then be the cowboy which was the lead into the synth and now we have laurel hill hell hmm. that's a, that's an interesting way to look at it like i i definitely agree with you like she's like still i mean she's still like definitely love lauren and like the, i feel like that'll never go away like the heartbreak and like the those kind of themes you know relationship themes and that kind of stuff um but she's not like the fragile person she was on puberty too, like for sure. You know what I mean? Just like, again, like FK yeah. twigs is not the fragile person she was on Magdalene or, um, Earl is not the same fragile person he was over on his last album or even Bjork when she's going to come out with her album this year, which I hope is more cheery and more like, you know, cause like Volnacura is really great. And so is, um, Utopia, but those albums are so bitter and so like full of anger and like, like the sad girl mentality, like you're saying, I mean, she even has a song where she's like, um yelling about like child custody um on utopia which is really interesting but yeah going back to the album i think uh i'm I'm happy that the sad girl era is over too because i don't know i feel like the sad girl genre is a little bit saturated and it's kind of getting a little bit like 
I don't know. It's a new pop, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, like... Sort of. Yeah, That's like, a broad way of describing it, but it's kind of like the new pop, where it's like, there's new stuff coming into it every night. Every day now, and it just got to the point where people, artists, just artists specifically, can't be happy about themselves. They have to be like sad and self-loathing. Like um, Lizzo is the first person that comes out to the top of my head. She was really happy about herself and her body and everything about herself, and she got a lot of hate for it because she was just being happy about herself. And then you have, no offense to any of these artists, Lord Billy. Phoebe Bridgers, quote-unquote sad girl artists who are being praised for this kind of stuff, for being self-loathing and just being down on themselves, you know? Hmm. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. I, I mean... So, Damn, man, that's good. Man, maybe you should uh, be a regular on the entire podcast. That's some good, that's some good music uh, commentary happily, right there. <laughs> happily be a regular on here. Hell yeah, yeah. You're on podcasts, <laughs> yeah. so this is fun. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Like, I feel like I, I yeah. feel like all these meme pages. It's so funny. Like, like they are. They're like, oh, I've never been on a podcast before. I never this and that before. And then as soon as I'm they get so on here, nervous. yeah, I know. It doesn't sound like that's what I'm saying. Like I had, yeah. uh, like I had Joan of Arc on here, uh, like a couple of months ago, and like she was just going off. It was hilarious. She was just like, <laughs> she just like kept going. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know it's because uh, I think people who have like meme accounts like you guys see what society is you know like you know you guys are you observe everything kind of like lexi and euphoria and you're like all right I yeah i'm just like the to... joker <laughs> <laughs> just like the joker <laughs> they actually made that movie about me so. <laughs> you <And> killed <laughs> they, they, they cut all the mitski parts of, of of your movie yeah <laughs> they cut out the parts where i like post about mitski and spend like 40% of my day thinking of that kind of stuff. But besides for that, it's pretty accurate to my life. Yeah. You killed your coworkers, killed your mom, stalked your neighbor, yeah. killed your neighbor, <laughs> mm-hmm. killed Jimmy Dang. Fallon. You know what I mean? <laughs> only. All right, moving on. <laughs> um, no, that's, that's so funny though. But no, but yeah, but you guys are all great. And then we had, um, yeah, you 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 had, you had to hit us up. Um, was it because of the MBV interview that we did? Is that why you hit us up? Um, yeah, I was just like, maybe I have a chance. This should be funny. They'll probably say no, but here we are. Yeah, of course. No, of course, of course. Hell yeah, no. We'll, we people don't ask to be on our podcast too often, and if they do, it's usually no offense. Usually they have like fifty followers, and I'm just like, ah, I don't, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Uh, one day, you know what I mean, but. You know, you you seem like you're passionate about music. You have a decent following and decent grasp on music and that kind of stuff. So I was like, "Fuck it!" Like, of course, why not? Yeah, I listen to like plenty of different things. I guess I can describe it as because um, if you don't, if people don't usually, people only see my posts. They never look at my story. So if you don't look at my stories, you don't really know who I listen to. As far as you not listen to Mitski. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But, if, if you just look at the post, it's pretty much just all dedicated yeah. to Mitski, right? Then you look at like my last FM, and it's like, who the fuck is any of these people? Yeah, what have you been? We can take a small break from the Mitski breakdown for one second. Who have you been listening to uh, recently? Recently, Mitski, Sophie, Arca, Fiona Apple, uh, Lingua, Shy Girl, uh, those artists, pretty much. I only listen to like four artists. Oh, and a little bit of Charlie XCX thrown in there. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I mean Kanye West. Hell yeah! Okay, cool. <laughs> I, I, there's well, a, only eases. Oh, only eases. You said? Yeah, I, 
Um, I'm gonna try and get into like his like his graduation era kind of stuff. Okay. Eventually, I will. But for now, I only listened to Lee Eases because I knew Arca produced it. So I was like, oh, I'm probably gonna like this. Very interesting. Okay, <laughs> I I I love the um. I, I love this new art pop and hyper pop like continuum that's been happening where it's like these very we were talking about this on a different podcast so with our friend Matt. Uh, this is like very specific array of musicians that all make very different music, but like they all cl- they all like get clumped together, like have the same fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. So mm-hmm. again, all all people you said, Sophie Arca, um, Shy Girl, and the Mitski to Sophie Pipeline is a weird one, but it's a popular one, you know. It definitely is, and it exists. It a one hundred thousand. 100,000% exists, you know what I mean? And then, you know, you kind of get into your Hannah Diamonds and your GFOTYs. Machine Girl. Uh, what do you say? Machine Girl? Machine Girl. Machine yeah. Girl, exactly. Machine Girl. Shout out shout out, Matt for Machine Girl. Dope-ass guy. Love, uh, love Machine Girl. Um, you know, yeah, you can get into that pipeline, and then that's a deep rabbit hole you can go down. Evanora Unlimited. You start to get into Lustic Puppy, Dorian Electra. You know what I mean? it gets real interesting but i i love this um uh this you know this new phenomenon of again artists that like bjork uh that like don't they don't make similar sounding music whatsoever but it's just like they're all listened to by the same people it's really cool because back in my back back in my day um it used to be back in my day when you could get a candy cane for 25 cents down at the liquor store correct uh (laughs) yeah when i used to get candy canes down at the liquor store for 25 cents um yeah it used to be (laughs) very (laughs) it used to be the very basic types of music that people would listen to it would just be like rock people would say oh i listen to everything and then it would just be rock and rap essentially but now I don't know. I feel like the kids that are younger are just like listening to all this crazy shit, yeah. and it's it's fire. Well, I love it. Like back then in the two thousands, if you met someone who was into music, it was like they have one or two specific genres that they love. But I feel like that's only because the only way you could listen to music back then was like CDs, vinyls, or you pirated it on like those old like music streaming sites from like the mm-hmm. early two thousands. Like Napster and, and now, uh, stuff. yeah, and now that like social media is a thing, and there's been a rise of like fan pages and all that, people get exposed to more and more genres, and people spread out and spread their taste out. Mm-hmm. Like me, before mm-hmm. I ever got like social media and stuff, I was I listened to Lady Gaga and Katy Perry when I was like four years old. That was it. And then I found a there's like this whole world of other artists recently. Like two years ago, and here we are. Yeah, it's it's cool. Eleven thousand followers on Instagram. Hell yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's cool. It's, it's cool, especially on Instagram, because before we tapped into that community, we were just kind of like doing, like, kind of doing what you were saying, like very popular music. It was like I remember I, I was trying to um, do a an Eve Tumor uh, review, and Troy's like, ah, oh, I don't know if people are going to know who that is or whatever. Let's stick to Twenty One Savage and like the weekend or whatever. So we're like, you know what I mean? Do you remember that, Troy? Yeah. No, yeah, I remember. Like, we tried to like find whoever's like the biggest like artist at the time. We're like, all right, we definitely need to discuss this album because a lot of people would listen to it. But now, like, I feel like it's like, kind of like the opposite now. We're like, kind of like what you were saying, Matsuki, of just like nowadays people like can listen to like have an like, individualistic like playlist that uh, of uh, artists that they just listen to, and then they can find a community like on Instagram that also enjoys that music. Like I feel like that's the biggest difference of like this generation's growing up today is that you guys can be individualistic and like kind of create your taste and then find communities to like appeal to that taste. But back in yeah. our day it's just like whatever's on the radio, you know, it's just like that's that's what's big in music now. 
not an yeah, honest... anything that's not like pop or rap. Yeah. You and, won't find it. And honestly, back, uh, you know, again, back in our day, it was very, like, I, I honestly feel like homophobia and, like, stuff like that was way more widespread and way more, and people were very confused about, like, what exactly was what. And I feel like if I was trying especially to... Li- in rap. Yeah, especially in rap. But if I was trying to listen to Bjork or, like, a pop star or, like, some something obscure in, in middle school, like I'd, li- like, I'd be called gay or something. And then that would be the end of it. You know what I mean? You'd get, like, bullied. It's, like, it's like very silly. And I, and I think it's so much better now. I mean, I don't know how the schools are now, but I think it's just so much better now that yeah, everybody has like Spotify and can really get into those kind of things and just like find communities where they they're accepted. And like, you know, it's just music at the end of the day. I mean, what does it fucking matter? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get people like that, that try and close, close you off from listening to something specific just because whatever, like it's, it's, it's this way or it's that way. It's just like really, really silly the way that we would limit ourselves back, back then. And I feel like that's led to a lot of problems now. But again, like, uh, I just think that, I don't know. I just think that music listening now is just so much more accepted and, and, and just better than it's ever been. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you guys feel that way or not, but uh. yeah, it's easier to find a, like your niche kind of community, you know, like if I was into machine girl back when like the first out, al- like their first album came out in like 2012, some, some, sometime around that when like stuff like that wasn't as big, it would be hard to find people that are into it because um stuff like instagram and twitter and facebook was on the rise so couldn't really find your niche and there's like no fan pages back then like none at all that only started like i want to say like 2016 2017 so the only way you would find someone who's into is like go to a record store and just wait for people to buy that (laughs) like oh you like that too (laughs) right nobody was posting what they were listening to on their Instagram stories. You have no idea what people yeah. were listening to. <laughs> it wasn't even last FM. So you, you didn't even know what you were listening to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're definitely Seriously. being, it, it sucks because you're like, you're definitely being fed the same stuff over and over again. You're, you're definitely being tracked and it's definitely like a lot more like it's bad. Not this, but at the same time, it's good because it's like, <laughs> yeah, you can find people to talk. I can talk about music all day with people and like, back you know before it was like i was like the obscure music kid who would make like cds or whatever and shit and like nobody would want to listen to death grips with me or the knife with me or whatever and now it's just like i have a whole roster of people on the internet who will i I can post it and 10 people will respond and i'll have 10 conversations with people from all over the world it's it's very cool um but I, my my only gripe is that i don't like that it's uh being controlled by mark zuckerberg all of it <laughs> it's very annoying yeah. Hate that. I wonder if he listens to Mitski. <laughs> if Obama does, then he definitely does. <laughs> yeah, Obama. Yo, I is... get... speaking of which, Obama listens to Mitski. I was just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it is... Mitski has been in such like a her music has been in such a weird state where it's like you look in one way and it's like like that one interview with like I forgot who it was, but they did an interview with Christian Walker and they asked them, "Do you listen to Mitski?" And he was like. I don't know who that is. Oh, Felix from Chapo. Like the yeah, that yeah, him. And just the fact that Mitski was brought up to Christian Walker out of all people and Obama listens to it, it's just insane. <laughs> hey, yeah. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Elon Musk posted a story or like went on Twitter and was like, Man, this song is really good and it's like Mitski? Valentine, Texas. <laughs> Mitski? Oh. Oh. <laughs> you know? Oh, I love Mitski. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm going to implement this into the new Tesla model. Tesla model Mitski. Um, 
it will be the Mitski music app. You can just <laughs> yeah, bro. Keep Elon Musk away from Mitski. Do not let him ruin her like he ruined Grimes. Please, for the love no. of God, <laughs> he ruined Grimes. He just... I don't blame Grimes for that, honestly. I don't either. She, you know, get the bad Grimes, but her music so bad now. Anyway, <laughs> going back to the Mitski album. <laughs> Um, I think we pretty much covered only Heartbreaker and Love Me More. I think I honestly like Love Me More more. I, I like it a little bit better. Um, it's so peppy. It's chorus. yeah, it's so good. Like I don't know. I just I fucking love it. I just love how I just love how cheery and like nice and like it, it just like gets me in the mood. Like I want to go running and shit, and I don't even run. Mm-hmm. No, My yeah, main like memories that. from that. Um, you go first. <laughs> No, I was gonna say yeah. I like how it's like super upbeat too. I like the piano on it too. Like it, it, it sounds like more dynamic than like um like most of the songs on this uh, album. Like yeah, love me more is like it, it's awesome. Plus like I really like um like the lyrics too. Like especially on the chorus and even on the outro too. Oh, I remember uh, the whole. I remember when the singles were coming out. I would like be in the middle of math class, just like waiting for ten o'clock to strike, and then like pull out my phone really quickly and try to watch it while my teacher's talking. And I'm just like, uh huh, uh huh. And it was this. It was one of the same days that Electra Rex came out for Kick Three. Yes. And I watched that music video in the middle of math class two. So it was just like, uh huh, uh huh, mathematics. Electra Rex, yeah. <laughs> just sitting there listening to it. Another memory I have is sort of, um, I wouldn't say dividing, but definitely causing a somewhat split in the Mitski community for a little bit. Because I made a post a while back saying that she's never coming back. And that started a whole thing. And like, let me see when my last post was. Um, let's see, around like September 26th. So like a, like a week or two later after I really started being like, haha, she's never coming back. She announces that she comes back on Instagram, and then I'm just like, oh, she's just making an Instagram. It's no big deal. She releases Working for the Knife. And then I say, like, oh, she's just going to do this, and then she's going to leave. She's going to collect the money. She ran out of nobody money, so now she's back <laughs> here. And then, like, a day or two after, she announces Laurel Hell. And I'm just like, okay, I give up. I give up. That's it. There we go. You win, Minsky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I, I did cause a split for a little second because I remember seeing people start being like, "They're wrong. She's coming back. I believe." And then people like, uh, "No, nah, she's never coming back." That, that's so funny. But here we are. It's so funny. Uh, the same thing happens with like Playboy Cardi too, where it's just like as soon as they come back, it's just like they go full force, but then they disappear for however long they want, and everybody's like, "Where are you? Like you're gone forever." Ah. Like. I love these parasocial relationships we have with these artists. Like, she's not dead. Like, even if she's not making music, she's, like, hanging out with her dog or, you know, going to the grocery store, whatever Mitzi does. Like, you know, she's still she's still here. Like, she's still around. Yeah, she goes to the grocery store. She doesn't seem like the type. I mean, she might. She might go to, like, one of those ones where it's, like, a really upscale, like, living in the Hamptons or some shit, and she goes to, like, the gro- like that grocery store. I don't know, but... Nah, she, she reminds me of somebody who orders, like, Amazon groceries, like, delivery. Mm, no, you might be right about that <laughs> yeah, one. She definitely hunts for her food. She goes out in, like, <laughs> winter clothing with a bow and arrow and a knife to go kill some boar and bring it back home. And then Damn. record music. Damn. She, she makes that knife work for her. Goddamn. Literally, yeah. <laughs> Skinning animals. Confirmed. Confirmed by Mitski's biggest fan. 
<laughs> Monty, yeah. Uh, fucking, the fact that I'm known on the internet as Motsky is just insane. Like, I mean, it doesn't count as a joke a couple, uh, like a year ago, thinking it won't do anything, but here we are. It's but weird. Hey. It is weird. It's also yeah. being, it's also weird being referred to as Ryan and Troy anti-art. It's weird. Or like Mr. Anti-art or something. It's weird. Mr. Anti-art, yeah. can I be on the podcast? <laughs> one, one shilling, please. Mr. Please. Just give me a sliver of the podcast, please. Just, just give me I'm a crumb. <laughs> one, one small crumpet, please. One soundbite, please. One soundbite. <laughs> one picture from a live show, please, sir. Oh, man. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um,. Uh, it's it's funny before uh speaking of live shows that you mentioned all those artists before because i'm gonna go down to uh maybe troy will come with me depending on his job but we're uh, going down to mexico for to go see arca and to go see like rock except rocky and shy girl and 100 gex and shit it's gonna be fire i can't wait i've never gone to a live show and i was going to try and get to mitski's one mm. but as soon as i looked up the tickets which went live at 10 and i checked it at like 10 15 it was sold out yeah um same like, yeah same thing happened to me sucks hopefully she it's it, it, someone records it someone will i know someone will but i just hope that like the way she um recorded her drunk live drunk walk home performance like i hope she does something like that yeah she might not yeah. but whatever i i wish she would too because I, I i would like to see it i i missed those and i missed the the, the uh, blade tickets on the same day very upset my phone just didn't tell me like i set a i set an alarm for it i set like a uh uh, calendar thing and then it's like i look at my phone it's like 10 30 i'm like what the fuck like why didn't you tell me <laughs> god damn it <laughs> i was so i was hella pissed because i missed both those tickets um but anyway uh going back to the album uh or, or well actually before we go back to the album i'm excited for that concert that's gonna be fire hopefully i can meet arca if i meet arca uh, i will get a picture with arca can't wait um tell her Moski says hi i will I'll t- she won't she, she'll know what it means I'll tell her you said hi. I'll be like Joan of Arca said hi. You know what I mean. Uh, all those, all of our mutuals said hi. Um, but yeah, going back to <laughs> going back to this Mitski album. Um, there's nothing left for you. Uh, that's a, that's a kind of a slower one too. But it's my it's definitely my favorite of the slower songs because I love that like crazy like like I don't even know how to describe it. Like everything gets so loud and like ramped up for like ten seconds or twenty seconds, and then it goes right back to like being slow. I really like that part towards the end of the song. It's yeah, like, it reminds me of like, uh, is it cold in the water where like it builds up and then just kind of stops. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 it's so abrupt too. It's very, very interesting. Like it's really, um, I don't know. It's very like spacious and ambient. And then all of a sudden just these like crazy loud guitars and she's just screaming and then it's just like, like right back to right back to the ambience. Um, super well done. I, I love that song. Um, should have been me, and I guess are the two ones where I'm kind of iffy on. Should have been me is a really weird song. <laughs> it sounds like a Broadway production or something. You know? Yeah. You know what it kind of yeah. reminded me of too? It kind of reminded me of uh, Olivia Rodrigo's Deja Vu a little bit, of just like how like her ex is dating like an off-brand version of Mitski. Mm. Yeah. And it, it just, I like, like the song. It's probably her most upbeat song ever. And it's just kind of, and I, it's a nice change of pace, you know, because before that song, and like after that song, sort of with "That's Our Lamp," it, it gets more upbeat. Mm-hmm. 
and I feel like that's just sort of her progressing from like out of being sad. But I, the thing with Mitski is that I feel like each of her albums just like describe a part of her life, like mm-hmm. um, in like Lush, it's like her early days of college. It's like her being out there and stuff, and then you go to like puberty two, and she's just kind of like, what What am I gonna do now? Mm-hmm. And be the cowboy where it's like heartbreak and all sorts of stuff. And she's starting to recover. And I feel like Laura Hell is just that she's finally recovering, recovering. And by the end of like the album, it's like, I'm better now. But she's still like upset. Especially yeah. with Should Have Been Me and That's Our Lamp. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I completely agree with that, actually. Uh, especially like, um, I, I really like the imagery too on Should Have Been Me of like, she's like Labyrinth and Maze. As like the metaphor of this like in like this emotional maze where like like you know it's like I'm trying to get out of this maze to like to like find myself, but it must be hard to love somebody who's stuck in a maze trying to find themselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to have a yeah. relationship if the one person isn't sure of who they are in that relationship or just like with themselves in general. No, it makes sense because it's almost like a whole other. It's almost like a whole other relationship within the relationship or a whole other dynamic within the relationship because it's like, like, how are you going to be figuring yourself out and navigating all these things and doing all this new stuff and like this and that, but then also be dating somebody and then also like, you know, working a job and then also be like, you know, fulfilled, like generally, you know what I mean? Like, you know, showering, brushing your teeth, going to the gym, like, you know what I mean? Like making sure you're, you're, you're clean and all that stuff and yourself is good, but then also... Yeah, like dealing with these things and then also being there for somebody else. It's like probably very difficult, you know. I can see that. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, but yeah, um, I guess I'm not too I'm not too hot on that one. Um, that's our lamp. I like a lot. It it is a nice like upbeat kind of disco way to end the album. But as you said, she still like still has some sadness and still has some like residual heartbreak. And I feel like I don't know. I, it's hard to tell if she's holding on to that just for the fans or like if like she's still really feeling that way. You know what I mean? I feel like it's more of what she's actually just feeling that way. Yeah, fair. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Um, I, I wonder what her next album would be like if she does make another one. Um, I wonder if it'll go super upbeat or, or what. Hard to tell. I feel like it would just me be more of a, like, I'm, like, she's trying to accept herself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Because, like, for so long, it's like, if we're thinking of this in, like, a heartbreak kind of perspective. She's been heartbreak. She's been sad for a long, long time. And now she doesn't really know how to operate. Like she doesn't know how to live without being sad, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I forget what song it was, but she does kind of like mention that too, where like, she kind of like builds this persona of herself while she's with this person. And then as soon as they break up, it, she's just like, all right, now what? Like, am I still this person, or do I need to revamp myself and become another person, or or what? Like, kind of like that confusion of like, what do I do now? I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of similar to her relationship with just music and her fans in general. Because like, obviously, she doesn't want to be known as a sad girl anymore. She's she she said before that she doesn't want her music to be like the kind of music people cry to. Mm. I can't remember if this is an interview or something she said on Twitter a long time ago, but she just didn't like the idea that people were crying to her music and like feeling sad when listening to her music. So I feel like she's just trying to transition out of that. 
So this is sort of like her doorway to a sort of happier era of herself, which, you know, it's nice. Yeah. No, I mean, that, that analysis makes a lot of sense. And especially the crying, because like, I don't know, I feel like her best songs, like her, you know, her her best work is like very cryable. I mean, your your best American girl is like a, probably the prime example for me at least. That song is just like harrowing. You know what I mean? It's just like it's a whole it's a whole yeah. song about basically, you know, um, this person is like this person that she's dating is like really like has maybe has a lot of friends like has a lot of things going for them like is like you know the center of his own universe and stuff and then Mitski is like not even a star in the universe not even a star in his like whatever like not even on his radar and that's the way that she feels about herself and just like the breakdown of the chorus and like the those guitars and she's just like screaming she's like to be your best american girl like that's like really emotionally powerful um and like i can see you know someone crying to that and i don't know as somebody who listens to music a lot and breaks it down and especially breaks down like these older art pop albums like the things that i gravitate towards the most and the things that i usually give a pluses to or things that i cry to you know what i mean oddly enough yeah and um you know maybe over time i'll I'll start to see something like laurel hell or like you know um capri songs fk twigs's album or something like that as like uh as also a pluses but for now i don't know when when music elicits an emotional response out of me in that way in like such a heavy way like it's just like hard to hard to not factor that into your grade and not hard to not factor that into like every time you listen to the song, like you're going to think about like where you were when you first listened to it and like, you know, the emotions that you felt and that kind of stuff. And I don't know. Sadness is just such an overpowering, like crazy emotion that like really kind of sticks with you more than a lot of other things, I think. So I don't know. That's why I still think that puberty two is the best. Cause it, it's made me cry. <laughs> you know, another one of her best was definitely retired. I don't know why I love that one so much. It's just, it's it's odd. It's not. It's like a really good album. It's like my second favorite by her, mm-hmm. but I just can't describe why. Retired, it's probably because retired from it's sad. Sort of, <laughs> yeah. I think it's just because it's sort of. It's an album. I feel like the album is about her just kind of leaving college and just being like, okay, who the or like her finishing up with school and just thinking what the fuck am I going to do after this? Mm-hmm. Like, who am I going to be? My whole life has revolved around having this sort of schedule. What am I going to do now? That sort of feeling. I feel like that's something everyone goes through. Like literally everyone will go through that emotion. Like of holy shit, who the fuck am I going to be in like five years when I'm not in school or doing this shit? What am I going to do? What am I going to be like? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, major theme of this album too. It comes back for sure, like on a lot of different songs, on everyone, on you know a couple different ones. You know, um, it, <clears throat> you know, working for the knife. It's it's definitely a theme that comes back of like not knowing exactly who you're going to be, of like taking chances, of like you know, uh, you know, where am I going to be in five years? And then you know, now I'm flash forward five years and I'm still not like kind of settled, like type type of thing. You know. Yeah. It's it's interesting how that how that um how these themes kind of continue to follow her through her career, especially like the, even the album title "Retired from Sad New Career in Business." It's like it took her a long time to retire from sad. Like she's finally retired from sad like this year. You know, <laughs> she wanted to do it in yeah. 2013, and now it's 2022, and now she's like kind of retired from being sad. <laughs> wow, 
It's like nine years, like she said in the the one song. Hey, yeah, exactly they, nine years. <laughs> very, very interesting. Wow. Miski can predict time. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. She's an omniscient She's been person this the whole time. Yeah. She was a fucking X Men. <laughs> <laughs> She's a. Uh, she... Better fucking see her in the new Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. If I don't. I'm gonna be mad. Mitski Infinity Wars. That's what I want to fucking see. <laughs> Mitski. Mitski Infinity Wars. Fuck this MCU shit. I want to see Mitski universe. That's I want to see a purple Mitski. Just purple <laughs> Mitski. We need the Art Pop extended universe for sure. Oh god! If art, <laughs> if art pop albums had lore. All right. I have to leave at five. Okay. No worries. Yeah, I have to get groceries. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. My dad walked in. Um, but yeah, what was I saying? Oh yeah, if the art, pop, if like the art pop genre had a, a lore to it, I feel like it would be fucking insane. It it kind of does oddly enough. Like I feel like people, you know, all all the fan pages are like on this on the same page as far as like, yeah, like the backstory of everything and this and that and like how how all these people connect and the beefs between people and stuff like that. Even like as like like. With like Azealia Banks, for example, there's all these like long-standing beefs, and there's always these memes where it's like, oh, like even best friends sometimes get into fights, and it's like her and Grimes, and then it's just like <laughs> two girls fighting or whatever, like stuff like that. Oh, Azealia Banks and Grimes, my favorite duo <laughs> of people that I hate. <laughs> Dude, there's there's definitely a lot of there's definitely a lot of potential. Who who do you think would be the Thanos of the? ACU. Art pop community. APCU. Um, it definitely have to be. It's gonna be someone like Tori Amos or Kate Bush or PJ Harvey or Bjork. That's like the leader of everything. Mm, okay. I'd probably give it to. I'd probably give it to Tori or Kate Bush because I'm feel like those are the first kind of art pop stuff. Yeah. That have ever been released. They're in phase. They're one known as like the, the art universe. pop. Art pop milfs for lack of their <laughs> term. That's a great term. <laughs> um, yeah, I can I can see that. Okay, yeah. So let's see. So K pushes is Thanos. Let's say let's say Bjork is Ultron. <laughs> and, and then you have like uh, Loki from the first movie. Loki could be let's see. Loki could be maybe PJ Harvey. Maybe she has like a heel turn. I can see that. Or or maybe Bjork could be Loki because she kind of collaborates with the young people. You know what I'm saying? In the way that Loki is like kind of friends with them now and shit. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can definitely see that. Arca is obviously Iron Man, without a question. I mean, with those meta, with those mechanical legs. Spider Man, I'm gonna give Spider Man to Mitski. <laughs> okay, he's Spider Man. Hell yeah, Spider Man is Mitski. Let's say, let's see who else we got. Who else we got? Scarlet, Scarlet. Uh, oh, Scarlet Johansson. He, he alternatively, could be. Um, I'm thinking maybe like Namasenda or something like that. Maybe like a left field kind of pick, because Namasenda loves shooting guns. Um, you know, her or maybe like Charlie or something like that. Damn. Who would be Hulk? Mm, let's see. Zelia <laughs> <Julia> Banks. Zelia <laughs> Banks is Hulk. Yes. Easy, easy. I don't even know if she's fucking art pop, but Azealia Banks, easy. Grimes' right vision. Uh, this is it. <laughs> or like Scarlet Witch or something. No, who does Hulk hate? Uh... It's yeah, okay. uh, like that's a lot of people. Okay, so yeah, definitely Hulk is Prone to anger, <laughs> angry outbursts. Prone to anger, but it Hates could be used pages. well because yeah, because yeah, 
<laughs> the like the whole the the anger can sometimes be used for good. You know what I mean? Because sometimes when she goes off on like Elon Musk or something, or like she calls like the protesters, uh, the ca- the Capitol Hill protesters, like crackheads or something. Like that's yeah. you know. But she could step I'm on. Give co- visions to <laughs> Elon Musk, even though he's not art pop. But I'm gonna give uh, what's her name, Scarlet Witch, I believe, something like that. I don't know the MCU. Mm-hmm. I'll give that's her to Grimes. Okay, yeah, that's also, fair. <laughs> in the middle of speaking, like two seconds ago, one of my wheels from my chair just popped off. Oh shit! It scared oh, the shit out of me. Are you okay? I did not fall though, which is I'm yeah. I'm just thank God that I got this chair from a thrift store. Oh, it still rolls. It still rolls. Oh, there you go. Okay. Guess I don't need that. Side. All right. <laughs> All right. Wait, ready I mean, for this? My desk has been missing a wheel since I bought it. So ready for this? Ready for this? Vision, AG Cook, Scarlet Witch, Charlie XCX. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give that one to you. Yeah. <laughs> Alternatively, uh, Shy Girl has got to be worked in there somewhere. Let's see. Hmm. <laughs> Let's just give her Ant Man and just call it a day, because um, <laughs> she's cause sometimes she, she has a very small discography, but you, people underestimate her. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Fuck it, yeah. I've run out of ideas. Packs a punch, <laughs> yeah, packs a punch or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, Mitsuki's discography is fantastic. Um, definitely need to dive into Lush and Retired from Sad and, and, you know, bury me at Makeout Creek for sure. Um, so, so Matsuki, um, how would you rank, um, Lauren Hell? Like, uh, oh. Yeah, to the Mitsuki. Like, where would you put it? Oh, like, yeah, your, that's good. Let's do a power oh, ranking. Top listing. Um, yeah. All right. So, my ranking of Mitsuki albums, number one would probably be Puberty 2. One of my favorites ever. It's one of my 10 out of 10 albums, which I don't use lightly because I don't like giving 10 out of 10s. It takes a lot for an album to be a 10 out of 10 for me. Um, number two would probably be... I'll probably give it to Retired um, from Sad. Easy win. I just really like the album. It's, um, the vo- um, the instrumentals are probably my favorite out of any Metsky album. Um, third place, Laurel Hell. Uh, it, yeah, I'm confident saying that's my third favorite it might switch around fourth would probably go to um be the cowboy i just really love the singles off that song especially like two slow dancers it's one of my favorite songs um mitzi songs in general uh fifth place lush and last place very make out creep all right person who's listening to uh working for the knife 700 times just gave their official power ranking of the miski discography very solid, very solid. Because I feel like Lush and retired. Posted, what did you say? I posted that on my story a, a while ago, and people got really mad at me for putting Bear Me and Make a Creek at the bottom. Oh yeah, I can imagine that. That's a, that's like one of the three. Or, I mean, yeah, that's one of like the three like memed album covers, like for sure. Like I feel like the first two albums are just like nobody really cares about, and then or like talks about or or memes or whatever like in that community, and then it's like Bear Me and Make a Creek is always the one where. If you're trying to get a bunch of likes, you you post that album or Puberty Two is like yeah. obviously like the number one. Um, you know what I mean for sure. Um, but yeah, I would probably say just out of the ones I've listened to, um, I've only listened to her last three, so I would probably say Puberty Two is definitely the first, the number one because just the use of drums and the use of noise and like I mean even the song. Um, what really would really nail it down for me is um, My Body's Made of Crushed Little Stars. That song is just like so daring and so bold. You know what I mean. 
she just like she's yeah. like so punk like the way that she comes in with those guitars it's so fucking like loud and just like unconventional and even crack baby which is a, a very interesting theme for a song as it's about like basically like a crack baby and it's like you you have this want in you and you have this like desire in you and you don't even know like why you have that desire in you because like you're a baby but the reason why is because you know you're addicted to crack as soon as you come out of the womb like it's very like weird and kind of like i don't even know if she can release that song today because it's just because of like the culture that we're in like everything is very like people would be like what do you mean by that like why like why are you (laughs) why'd you put that on your why'd you put a song called crack baby on your album as like a person who's like maybe well off and went to college and shit but it's like very i I love the it's very daring and I, i feel like puberty too is is very daring and very like you know like not immature but like um like it, there's a childish sense of like throwing caution to the wind and just being like fuck it, you know what I mean? Uh, which I love. And then probably Laurel Hill, Laurel Laurel Hell rather uh, is my second, and then Be the Cowboys third. Um, Be the Cowboy just is good, but it just has too many songs where it's like I don't know, like they're like insignificant. Like I don't know, like um, like Blue Light or like um, like a Pearl or so- something like that. Like where it's very like these like very short vignettes and they don't really lead to much in my opinion, but you know, and then obviously Troy's ranking would just be Laurel Hell Cause it's the only one he's listened to. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is my first time being exposed to Mitski, you know, but, um, yeah, I think I'm going to give puberty, puberty two. <laughs> your uh, first variant. <laughs> my first variant. Yeah. Um, my next variant probably puberty two. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'd love to give it a listen. Yeah. She does have like a really, great like voice you know and i feel like uh not too many artists out there like sound a lot like mitsuki like the way that she's doing it right now on this album i would compare her to probably like the last japanese breakfast album and like definitely the last snail mail album as far as the straightforward 80s uh songwriting and stuff like that i would say mm-hmm. but even even with those two i i think this album is better and I think this album offers more like poetically and stuff and and her voice as you said is so like unique and so like I don't know. Like, she just has such... She's not really breaking through into the mainstream. She's just, like... She's been here, and, like, this is just a new... Another version of her. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that should pretty much do it for this episode of the Anti-Art Podcast. That was a really... Solid... (laughs) You wanted to talk more? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) There's a lot to talk about when it comes to Minsky. Yeah, what... Okay. Well, before we end, um, let's say... Is there any additional thoughts? additional thoughts i hope she keeps going in the direction she is with her music i really hope i'm hoping for a new sort of happier album and i know people are gonna be like oh my god this is like so bad but fucking if you stop listening miss me because she's happy then you shouldn't be listening to her in the first place i think that's why i'm gonna leave off for that yeah that's fair i mean i feel like um i feel like again these people want to have parasocial relationships with these you know, also mostly female art pop singers, but they don't want to like, you know, do a thing that you would do in a relationship where, you know, you actually like have to care about the person <laughs> and their well being. <laughs> they just want like the good music and the good times, but they don't want to like be there for them, you know, when they have no makeup on and they're, you know, whatever. You don't need to go, go get them Kotex or whatever at the store or whatever the fuck or like, you know, like uh, something happens in their life and you need to be there for them and shit like that. I feel like everybody wants the parasocial everybody wants the parasocial relationship without putting in any of the work <laughs> at all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Very responsibilities yeah. of it. Yeah. I mean, if it's, if it's going to be a relationship, there's parts of relationships that suck. Like you're going to get fights. You're going to disagree with the person. You're going to, 
you know, whatever this, that, and the other thing. It's like, you know, if you, if you want to, if you want to be that close to this artist, then fucking take all that too. You know, that's it, <laughs> I guess. All right. Well, this has been a very, this was fun. It was, I, yeah. I, I enjoyed having you on. This is fantastic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully uh, Messi doesn't take like four years. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't take like four years to make another album. Like it'd be great to have you back on. <laughs> yeah. Come back on and we can talk about other stuff too. I'm, I'm I fucking come on to talk about, I don't know, the, the fucking art pop universe again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll have you back on for sure for uh, something different. I'm I'm sure one of those uh, artists that you named earlier will release something. Maybe like Bjork or something if like she comes out with an album this summer, which she should be. Uh, have you back on. So. That would terrify me. <laughs> Bjork, if she releases another album, we're going to have night terrors about her. <laughs> I had a scary dream about her one day where she was like, she was like beckoning me into like this, like, uh, it was like this very like 3d blocky, like, uh, it, it looked like almost like a fashion show, like a runway or something. And she like beckoned me towards like this opening and I like came near and then she disappeared. And then the scary, like ghoul came out and started chasing me. That sounds like one of her music videos. Yeah. <laughs> York scares me because I have a photo of her in my camera roll with her hand down her pants. I don't know where I got it from. It's just in my camera roll, and it scares me every time I look at it. <laughs> She's just there. I'll send it. I, you guys need to be scarred with this, too. I'll send it over. Yeah, send it. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking terrifying. All right, yeah, maybe Whenever that's... I close my eyes, I see it. That's yeah. That, that's how we'll end. Let's get a let's get a quick reaction. Troy, you want to take a look on your phone as well? Yes, I am. <laughs> let's see what we got here. All right, I, I'm I'm gonna keep it real with you. As somebody who's like c- kind of attracted to Bjork, uh, I'm I'm the opposite of scared of this picture, my friend. <laughs> oh God, Bjork, if you're out there, she, she has you under her spell. Bjork, if you're out there, I would still. But t- but take those damn shoes off, girl. You're on a fucking bed, crackhead behavior. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> That's a great way to end this off. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. Sorry, what do you think? Anti-art getting wet for Bjork. All right. <laughs> that means what we do. <laughs> oh my god! Here, send that photo to me because, like, for some reason Instagram won't let me log into the the page anymore. <laughs> Damn bitch, she got kicked off. <laughs> I'm always, getting, I'm always getting kicked off of it. I don't know why. <laughs> oh man. Here, I'll send it to you. Yeah, you know, you haven't seen our Bjork simples. No, and I'm glad I haven't. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Three AM, just thinking about that. <laughs> three Bjork FaceTime at three AM. I would rather die. <laughs> I would rather die. All right, I sent it, Troy. I don't, I don't oh. know if you got it. No, I I got it now. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, this is like something we would post for their simple. <laughs> yeah, I might post it right now. <laughs> Me listening to Lore Hill. <laughs> Lore Hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't wait for the Can't wait for the new Bjork um NFT coming out. Hopefully mm. soon. Bjork what the NFT. fuck is Kanye West doing? <laughs> oh yeah. <I> just... <sighs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> you know what? If you have more time. <laughs> Let's keep send diving in. Kim, <laughs> send me Kim number. Here you go. Congrat- what the fuck? Dude, what are you doing, man? Man, he's like, yo, what happened to him being like, yo, I'm putting my phone down until the album's ready. And then he's been doing nothing but being on his phone. <laughs> didn't, his, didn't, his letter, didn't his letter that was like all about like not making NFTs become an NFT? Did it? Didn't that happen? I'm sure. Me, oh, my 
I'm sure it did. Oh my god, I'm searching up right now. Kanye West NFT. Hoping I don't get porn. Right. <laughs> Hope it. No, come on, come on. Unless. It definitely did. That's uh, I can. If he made an NFT, I feel like it would just be a dick pic. Yeah, that, I mean that would make sense. Yeah, like, I'd rather be a dick pic than a fucking bored ape. I'm yeah, tired of seeing all those fucking monkeys on my timeline. I'm done with those. Fuck, fuck those, fuck them shits. Damn it. Okay. Maybe what I saw was fake. I hope it was. Actually, no, I don't. That's fucking hilarious. Kanye like... West is God in new NFT conceptual art project. <laughs> the book, of, the books of Ye. Oh my God! What the fuck? It's a Twitter account. What? Wait. Oh God! I'm falling down a rabbit hole. <laughs> All right. The I books need to... of Apparently, there's an account called the Books of Ye. <laughs> it's an account. This is a thing. This oh is God, an actual actually... thing. Wait, Kanye West. Look it up on Twitter. The books of Ye. It's a thing. God. I don't want. I. Oh my god. This reminds me. One time, I was just looking up random like headlines for artists, and then I just see, and then I saw like Kanye West assaults man, and I was just like, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh Someone was trying god. to get an autograph from him at like four a.m. or some shit. <laughs> he just punched him. Fire. <laughs> I love. I love it. He has so much money, he could just pay the, pay the charge. But yeah, he's uh, been going wild on, on Instagram. And we were able to, ca- to cash in on the fun a little bit. I got a, I got a nice comment off, uh, which I don't see. Oh, there it is. It has Currently, the comment we left has 13,000 likes. Ooh. Oh, nice. Pretty good. The only comment with no black profile picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I st- we stand out, see? Anti-art. You, now you get it, you see? We're not, we're not a sheep. But uh, it's very interesting. Yeah, so this person basically is Kim's cousin and um, was agreeing with him about uh, his kid not being on TikTok or something like that. Oh, and then uh, he said, I don't I don't want to talk about that anymore. Then the person said, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. He said, I'm not upset. He said, is it safe to buy... This person said, is it safe to buy Yeezys off StockX? Andrew wants Belugas. <laughs> we, we love to see you and the kids soon. He said, don't ask me about Yeezys right now. And <laughs> he's so funny. He's such like a little bitch. Like, I mean, like not a bitch, but like a caddy. Like he's like Trump in that way where it's like, it, like in person, it's like a very, like, like very short conversation. And then over, over social media, this is an example of Kim's cousin agreeing with me about TikTok. Then proceeding to ask me for some Yeezys afterwards. Her other cousin, Kara called me saying she has agreed with me that said she would speak out publicly. She never did and suggested I take medication. My dad didn't have money or a public voice when my mom destroyed me in his relationship. I do this for every parent, either side whose kids futures are being one-sidedly controlled. I don't, even have the right to get angry as a father without being called erratic. I gave the family the culture. If they, as a family unit, keep playing games with me, I will take that culture back. A father should never have to beg for the location of their children. And I commented, uh... <laughs> Don't ask about Yeezys, Kara. <laughs> the fuck she's calling his... That, that is so rude. <laughs> Straight up, that is so rude. It's like, yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. Also... Can I get some Yeezys? Um... <laughs> Also, like, am I gonna have to do agree with her on the medication part? Though he does need some sort of medication. Yeah, he should be on. But some that, meds. that's another topic for another day. Yeah, he definitely needs to be on some meds for really, sure. Really, like his he post, just, needs- just like his post when he just says, "Send me Kim's number," and that's just the whole post. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, send me Kim number. Send me Kim number. <laughs> send me Kim number. And then it's skinned monkey, which is a classic. Always. <laughs> Before. 
surprised Mark didn't take that one down. It's so funny. Yeah, I know, right? Right? <laughs> he takes down, like, inoffensive memes, but then, like, a skinned monkey, it's, like, totally fine. It was Kanye West. He probably paid him off. You know. I wouldn't but... be surprised if he listens to Kanye West. Who, um, uh, Mark? Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. While he's smoking his uh, mates. Uh, fucking blasting mm-hmm. Junior. Trying a new filter. Hey, guys, new filter for Instagram. It's an... I wouldn't be surprised if he brought NFT filters, honestly. Oh, That's going to be a thing. Oh, man. I, I'm just that will be a thing. I fucking hate the future. The future is yeah, dumb. I mean, look at Twitter. You, everybody thought the future was going to be so cool, and it's just stupid. And Back it in, sucks. like, the 1800s, they <laughs> thought they were going to have flying cars and shit. Nope, we have um, Bjork. Bored apes. <laughs> we, we got bored apes. We got NFTs. And um, another world war coming up, so that's... Oh, it's fun. It's just, yeah, we're living in a we're living in an annoying ass timeline for sure, and um, you know, I guess again, <laughs> I guess we can try and wrap it for the third time. Um, to try and wrap it up for the third time, uh, I think that Kanye, uh, just like Mitski, needs to heal. Um, you he know, needs his Laurel Hill. He needs his Laurel Hill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Donda Two is not going to be that. Donda Two is going to just be like. Give me Kim no, number another Christian rap. You know, yeah, it's gonna be more Christian rap with like "Give me Kim number" as like the second song. <laughs> Invite me it's to birthday like party. It's just an hour of silence. It's an hour of silence, and he just says "Give me Kim number," and then that's it. That's the end of the song, and then it just moves on to like something else. Well, that's the whole album. "Give me Kim number." New album coming out. It's not Donda anymore. "Give me Kim number." It's coming out soon. The skins, it's another skin monkey, but it's blue this time. And, yeah, uh, and um, Kim's boyfriend has AIDS. <laughs> oh my god! So I'm taken away from this whole situation. And, I, and always remember to swing your children around during their birthday party <laughs> while hitting a pinata. <laughs> I will always love that photo. That's so funny. <laughs> I could talk about Kanye forever. It's so funny too. It's so funny also that at the same at the same birthday party after he did the little the little photo op, he was rummaging through his bookshelf to find the Akira manga that he left there. Oh my god. I remember seeing one video like a month ago of it's it's like from it, Kim Kim taking a video and just being like, Honey won't step in because he doesn't want to get his uh shoes dirty. He's like, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> or something like that. I'll find the video. <laughs> and it's like, let me look this up. Kim. Oh my god. <laughs> Kanye shoe video. I'll find it. <laughs> oh, refuse to get his de- uh, Yeezy Yeezys dirty. Wait, let me turn. Alright. <laughs>
What the fuck did you just fucking say about me, you little bitch? I let you know I graduated top of my class in the Navy SEALs And I've been involved in numerous secret raids on all crater And I have over 200 confirmed kills I'm training guerrilla warfare and I'm the top snapper in the entire US Armed Forces You ain't nothing to me but just another target I will wipe you the fuck up with precision the likes of which has never been seen before on this dog Mark my fucking wars You think you can't get away with saying that shit to me over the intern Think again, fucker As we speak, I'm contacting my secret network with spies across the USA And your IP is being trashed right now So you better prepare for the storm, mad guy The storm that wipes out the planted little thing you call your life You're fucking dead kid I can't be anywhere, anytime And I can't kill you in over saving hundred ways And that's just with my bare hands Not only am I excessively trained in unarmed combat But I have access to the entire arsenal of the United States Marine Corps And I will use it to its full extent to wipe your mystery blast off the face of the containing you little shit If only you could have known what unholy retribution your little clever comment was about to bring down upon you Maybe you would have held your fucking tongue, but you couldn't, you didn't Ain't know you're paying the price, you goddamn the GI I wear shit fury all over you and you will drone in it, you're fucking dead kid dude